Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Jonathan Garner, Chief Asia and Emerging Markets Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley Research. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, today I'll be talking about the key reasons why we recently reiterated our cautious stance on overall emerging market equities and also China equities. It's Friday, April 22nd at 8pm in Hong Kong. Now, emerging market equities are underperforming again this year, and that's extending last year's underperformance versus developed market equities. And so, indeed, are China equities the largest component of the emerging market equities index. This is confounding some of the optimism felt by some late last year that a China easing cycle could play its normal role in delivering a trend reversal. We have retained our cautious stance for a number of reasons. Firstly, the more aggressive stance from the U.S. Federal Reserve, signaling a rapid move higher in U.S. rates, is leading to a stronger U.S. dollar. This drives up the cost of capital in emerging markets and has a directly negative impact on earnings for the Emerging Markets Index, where around 80% of companies by market capitalization derive their earnings domestically. Secondly, China's own easing cycle is more gradual than prior cycles, and last week's decision not to cut interest rates underscores this point. This decision is driven by the Chinese authorities' desire not to start another leverage-driven property cycle. Meanwhile, China remains firmly committed to tackling COVID outbreaks through a lockdown strategy, which is also weakening the growth outlook. Our economists have cut their GDP growth forecasts for China several times this year as a result. Beyond these two factors, there are also other issues at play, undermining the case for emerging market equities. Most notably, the strong recovery in services spending in the advanced economies in recent quarters is leading to a weaker environment for earnings growth in some of the other major emerging market index constituents, such as Korea and Taiwan. They had benefited from the surge in work-from-home spending on goods during the earlier phases of the pandemic. Meanwhile, the geopolitical risks of investing in emerging markets more generally have been highlighted by the Russia-Ukraine conflict and Russia's removal from the MSCI Emerging Markets Index. So what do we prefer? We continue to like commodity producers such as Australia and Brazil, which are benefiting from high agricultural, energy and metals prices. We also favor Japan, which, unlike emerging markets, has more than half of the index deriving its earnings overseas and therefore benefits from a weaker yen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share thoughts on the market with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. Important note regarding economic sanctions. This research references a country or countries which are generally the subject of comprehensive or selective sanctions programs administered or enforced by the U.S. Department of the Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control, the European Union, and or by other countries and multinational bodies. Any reference in this report to entities, debt, or equity instruments, projects, or persons that may be covered by such sanctions are strictly informational and should not be read as recommending or advising as to any investment activities in relation to such entities, instruments, or projects. Users of this report are solely responsible for ensuring that their investment activities in relation to any sanctioned country or countries are carried out in compliance with applicable sanctions.